Hello and welcome to the Cover 4 podcast. It's just me, your host, Riley Haltom, and Justin Klimmer today. Sure, Jack, sure. busy today. And uh, we got Griffin, Griffin in the water. Is, yeah, he's swimming, man. Racing today. You know, hey, uh, making us proud, doing the thing. You know, he, he's out there grinding and, uh, you know, get, getting the adversity going. Yeah, making big splashes. Making big splashes. You know I, mean? I like that. <laughs> yes, sir. He's Griffin. trying to get the dog of the week, you know. Yeah, Griffin's trying to be the dog fish, of the week. Fish of the week, I don't know what they say. But. <laughs> yeah, man. I love it. I love it. So, yeah, just me and Justin today. No episode last week. We filmed one, um, but <laughs> it, like the audio corrupted, and we couldn't post it. Uh, didn't have any of the audio. So, sucky situation. I uh, hate that it happened like that because last week we did a lot. We uh, – talked about our midweek updates to like what we thought each of the awards were going to be and what we think the playoff field's going to be. And we can, we're, we're, we're going to go back over those uh, quickly, just some Justin and I, and we'll talk about Griffin and Jack's picks as well. Yeah. And um, last week was a great week of football. It's a shame that the episode is gone. Yeah, man. It's, I, I felt like up to that week, you know, there's been a lot of lame Sundays, but um, the week before and um, this past weekend, that we just had it was both very exciting football is really all these games become super important we've seen these storylines just burst out of the scene like josh dobbs cj stroud doing his thing and um yeah this is really uh the time where teams separates themselves Man, separate themselves shout out josh good. dobbs and we'll get we'll get to that because that was my dog of the week last week um but obviously you all didn't get to see that episode so you wouldn't know that, um, but uh, we'll, we'll kick it off as we always do. Um, you didn't get a week 10, or I guess it would have been a week nine game of the week, but we will give you a week 10 game of the week. And for me, I'm taking Texans Bengals. There were a lot of great games to pick from this yes. week, so it sucks that there's only two of us um, to talk about them. But uh, Texans Bengals, just a, a thriller of a game. I think all of us last week picked cincinnati for this one yeah we we all we swept for cincinnati Cincinnati in our picks and it just did not go that way the texans cj stroud man they ran the ball well this game they did they did they really did who devin singletary it wasn't damian pierce he was out for the game it was devin singletary man 30 carries 150 yards man five yards per carry on the dot like, cause Stroud's been doing all this crazy stuff, putting up, you know, he's like second. In Which, the by the way, didn't yards. stop, didn't stop this week either. No, twenty-three of thirty-nine, no. three hundred fifty-six yards, a touchdown and a pick, um, as well as a touchdown on the ground. Um, but even so. like even after this game, the Texans are twenty-fifth in rushing yards per game at ninety-eight, and you know, Stroud's been doing what he's doing without a running game. Um, you know, the defense is just honed in on the passing attack. Stroud doesn't care, and he's not checking it down. He's chucking the ball deep, and uh, he's aggressive and efficient, which is insane for a rookie. Yeah, really back-and-forth game. Um, did have a couple of fumbles, C.J. Stroud did. Did lose the ball twice, uh, as well as throwing an interception. So his touchdown-to-turnover ratio was not great in this one. It was 2-3. to three. Um, But was still probably the best player on his team um, and has been for a couple of weeks. We talked about it last week. Who did they play last week? They beat the um, the Buccaneers 40 to 38. Or something. Yeah. Yeah. Another shootout where um, CJ Stroud just kind of put the team on his back and went out there and balled. 
Um, so I would say at this point, CJ Stroud could be in the MVP conversation. Uh, I know we talk a lot of, and I don't think he will get picked for MVP, but I think should at least be in the conversation um, because of the way that he is playing. He has been exceptional uh, as a rookie. And, you know, everybody was kind of high, like, oh, we're Bryce Young, the slam dunk pick. And then, you know, everybody, whoever was just going to be left with CJ Stroud, it was kind of like, all right, it's the consolation prize. But I heard the thing about the S2 test, which I always thought was just complete baloney. So like, did I. Like, man. If you watched him play against Georgia, like, how could you possibly think, like, cognitively, he's not up there with literally anybody? And now he's showing it. And um, I love the quote he had. He's like, I'm not a test taker, I'm a football player. Yep. And, it, and, and why? Like, just watch, just watch him play. It's showing. It's yeah. showing for sure. Just an incredible fourth quarter, touchdowns, interceptions, touchdowns, like back and forth, couple of field goals back and forth, a uh, game winning drive by CJ Stroud. Uh, so just an incredible game. Um, super sick to watch. But Justin, what was your game of the week? So somehow the Browns are now six and three. It's crazy. And last week they, they took down the Bengals. It took every quarter. The Ravens. Or yeah, the <laughs> They play yeah. the Bengals this week. The Ravens. The Ravens. The AFC. That's North, a gauntlet right there. The AFC's North is super tight. Um, we got a lot to talk about with the Browns, but for this game, I mean, it was just they just shut down Lamar Jackson and contained him enough to to get back in this game. I mean it was a two-score game late in the fourth quarter. And then you get the Greg Newsom pick six, and then the Ravens get the ball back, still have a chance to put the game away. It's about four minutes left. And then, you know, the the offense just stifles out, and then they punt it. It, it wasn't a three and out, but it wasn't, wasn't a short drive or a long drive by any means. And, you know, Deshaun Watson, I mean, he got it done. He got it done. I mean, this is the last game he'll get it done for because um, his shoulder is uh, – well, he's out for the season with a shoulder injury, but – you know, the offense did enough, and it's just a huge win in M&T Bank Stadium in Baltimore in a game where we all picked the Ravens. The whole whole world probably picked the Ravens Yep, because of how hot they've been. I mean, we were talking about MVP last week. A lot of us picked Lamar Jackson. I mean, most of these games the Ravens have been in, they've ended up putting in Tyler Huntley because the game is, is so out of reach. But, man, shout out to the Stefanski and the Browns because – I mean, when Chubb went down, I thought the lifeblood of this team went went down, given how terrible Deshaun Watson had looked up to that point. Um, but, man, the defense is really tucking over for this team, and they really have an identity. It's the dog. Uh, I still think Deshaun Watson's bad. Well, we won't. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> like It is over. Like, he's it, done for. It, it won't even be P.J. Walker to be DTR. Which I love, by the way. I'm intrigued, but I am very concerned because of how poor he played last time he started. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that being said, I liked what I saw from him in the preseason. And I think, yeah, at the very least, it's it, worth throwing him out there. See what you got. Yeah. See if it's worth keeping him around. And obviously, the Browns love what they saw out of DTR in the preseason because they traded Dobbs. They traded him to the Cardinals because yep. they – they saw how how talented this rookie was, and, and we see how that's going for Dobbs. Yeah, ended up being a great, great so path for Dobbs. So does that mean DTR is that good? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, he didn't show us anything in that Baltimore game, but um, you know, what's your favorite thing about his game, Riley? DTR. Yeah. 
bro, I don't even. It's just he was making like high level throws, like one of those yeah. where he was rolling out of the pocket and he's hitting a guy downfield rather than just tucking his head and run, which a lot of younger quarterbacks are gonna do. Yeah. No, he kept his head up, kept his eyes up, makes a play downfield. Um, and I really liked what I saw from him. I thought he was probably the most underrated quarterback going into that last draft. Um, just because he was pretty firmly outside of the top five in a lot of the discussions I was seeing. And I thought he was easily probably my fifth quarterback in that draft. Uh so I, I he's got a little Kyler Murray in his game. He does the best way. He does. Yeah. It's yeah, just, yeah, yeah. Like if if I had to describe DTR in one word, it'd be a playmaker. Playmaker. Bring some juice to the offense. But I don't know if this offense necessarily needs juice like that. They need someone who's going to protect the ball and manage the game because of how good that defense is, how how solid the run game can be, True. Uh, the decent amount of weapons they had. I mean, you just got to uh, make those layups, and that's going to be the biggest thing for DTR. Can he make the easy throws? They're going to have a lot of design, probably rollouts and stuff for him, uh, make the games easier for him. But uh, I wouldn't say the bar is too high. It's not like P.J. Walker or Deshaun Watson were playing and uh, any exceptional level they're both pretty in true both pretty in which which is why i'm like shocked the browns are six and three yeah and, but then you just look across that uh you just look at across the other um side of the ball it's just miles garrett at this point yeah yeah he's just carrying that team no lie. their whole defense is good there's a word super underrated as well but it all starts with uh big man down low no question i think yeah, I think there's a lot to be concerned with if you're a Browns fan, uh, from what we saw from PJ or from DTR in the past, uh, in real NFL action. Um, but at the same time, I wouldn't put too much stock in, you know, a quarter of a first appearance, you know. Um yeah. I, I would say give him some time, adjust to the speed of the game. And uh, you know, half a season can make a world's difference and things like that. So um, other games, just to quickly recap, uh, Panthers lost to the Bears. Uh, was a win-win situation from the Bears because the lower the Panthers pick, the higher the Bears pick, or the lower the Panthers' record is, the higher the Bears pick. Um, Colts took down the Patriots in Germany. Was a war crime to send that game over there. Um, yeah. Declaration of war. Um, sending Colts. To, it was a snooze fest. I mean, a game it, at 9.30. Yeah. If you're 16, time. 16 points total in the game. Ooh. Yikes. Um, and you're hearing things about the Patriots locker room. They completely, I mean, Mac Jones has completely lost that locker room at this point. They're 2-8. and eight. Bill Belichick's just about lost. I'm, I've been hearing some Bill Belichick hot, she, hot seat. <laughs> I know you have, bro. That's fitting your agenda. It is. It is. I, I've been I've been all ears for the Bill Belichick hot seat um talk. Uh and I I I I that has been something I've been pushing for most of this year. Um so real real quick, their their newest signee, Juju Smith Schuster, has 149 yards this year. Yikes. 22 catches, one touch. Man. I'm pretty sure that's uh, 18 yards a game. Pretty sure 149 yards. Pretty sure Jacoby Myers has had that in a single game. Yeah. So let's think. Uh, 118 yards a game. He's getting paid 11 million a year. So he's get he's getting about. I mean, yeah. <laughs> okay. I don't want to do that math. Actually, he's not being efficient at all with the money he's getting paid. No, not at all. Um, from there on, Browns 
take down the Ravens 33 to 31. Texans take down the Bengals 30 to 27. Jaguars get demolished by the San Francisco 49ers on the road 34 to 3. Um Dobbs keeps it rolling, man. We didn't we didn't get to talk, or you get didn't get to hear our talk about Dobbs, but I I was pretty set in the fact that that was one of the most incredible quarterback performances I've ever seen. Jack did not agree with me. The circumstances that he was up against, I mean, everything said, okay, there's no way this dude is going to come back and win this game for a team that he just joined four days ago. Yeah, was, he just got there. Didn't know his teammates' names. No reps learning, learning the cadence on the sideline when he found out he had to go in, when Jaron Hall goes down with that concussion on the first drive of the game. He's practicing the cadence with the offensive lineman on the sideline. So crazy there. Um, then first play or first drive of the game, I want to say that was the safety. Then fumble. Then he throws a pass. K.J. Osborne bobbles it and gets knocked out of the game. KO out cold on the field. Then another fumble. So you're starting the second half. You've had two turnovers, a safety, and you've gotten one of their teammates knocked out. You got here four days ago. These guys don't know you. They don't know who you are. And Josh Dobbs went and let them know who he is. Yeah. <laughs> Josh Dobbs has put the NFL on notice after these last two weeks. That game against the Falcons, he comes back, leads one of the coolest scoring drives I have ever seen in my life, converting on fourth down, running the ball 18 yards, you know, like just incredible, incredible, uh, it, just display of guts it was yeah. just a gutsy performance it was crazy man um it just really shows like like dobbs it just shows kind of his uh intellectual ability in a way just to be able to like, pick up things on the fly that quickly it's crazy evan o'connell is sitting there translating yeah. plays to him through the headset before the timer cuts off yeah. at 15 seconds so you gotta fly you gotta out over here you know, if they do, if defense do this, take it, take your shot. But. And Josh Dobbs did, he did, and he ended up leading a game-winning drive, um, with, I want to say it was like twenty-two seconds left on the clock is when he he scored that touchdown. So, just a incredible performance from Josh Dobbs, um. And one of the gutsiest performances I have ever seen from a quarterback. Led the team in rushing, led the team in passing, and then turns around. Now you got the Saints. Uh, you're playing home debut. Saints at home, home debut for Josh Dobbs in Minnesota. And he showed up once again. He was hot in the first half. Now things fizzled out a little bit in the second half, but he was able to you know, put his mark on that game enough in the first half. I mean, 21 points in the in the second quarter. Um, you know, their their lead was so big that the, the Saints, especially with Carr going down, really had no chance to um pick up the pieces at that point. Hey, I liked what I saw from Jameis though. He 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 went right back into pure like I mean OG Jameis form. Just throw up the 50-50 ball, let your receiver do it. Was that was it Alave that he went from that like Opposite side of the field throw was that to Alave? Was yep. that dude named A.T. Perry? A.T. Perry, A.T. <laughs> Perry had a touchdown. I know. Okay. Yeah, I want to say Olave had the cross field touchdown. I want to say Olave was the one that was like the fade to the back of the end zone. Was it like le- 
throw from the left side of the field all the way to the right corner of the end zone. Yes. Yeah, that was nuts. That was nuts. <laughs> that was that was just J-Mo. that was insane. That was pure J Mo ball. And uh, yeah, man. if you only show me like the trajectory, like if I didn't see the quarterback that play, if I just saw the ball being released and then going where it went and being caught, like, there's no way that's Derek Carr. That's either that's, that's got to be James. It's got to be James. Yeah, no question. <laughs> yeah, two touchdowns, two interceptions, like OG Jameis performance yeah. right there. Um, on the other side, Josh Dobbs, but... 23 of 34, 268 yards through the air and a touchdown through the air. And then eight uh, attempts, 44 yards and a touchdown on the ground. So, man, just shout out Josh Dobbs for doing what he did last week, particularly. And then, you know, keeping it going this week against a Saints team as a really good defense. Yeah. Um, beyond that, Packers lose to the Steelers, nineteen to twenty-three. Dang, I was the only one to pick the Packers. Dang. Yeah, that's tough. That that was, that was a tough lone wolf. Um, we got uh Titans getting demolished by Tampa Bay, six to twenty. It wasn't even close. That defense, that offensive line, both so terrible. Oh, he, Fun fact: to, Will got... Levis already been hit by the defense. The thirteenth most in the NFL oh has played three games. I saw he was pressured on nearly sixty percent of his dropbacks. That Titans offensive line is, is it? They right now I saw a stat they are blocking at an expansion team level. <laughs> they are blocking the, the man, we got a Canadian football O line. Man, I forgot who who it was. It may have been the O two Texans, Dang, like right man. their first year. So like the Houston. They get, they Houston, gave up, Houston Roughnecks would get to our quarterback. Man, they gave up 70 sacks that first year. Oh my the Texans God. did. Gave up 70 sacks. The Titans right now are on pace to give up like 60-something. And Tennessee's D-line would get after it against Iowa line. It's bad, man. It's crazy. It makes no sense. It's, it's insane how bad. And the thing is, I think the interior of the Titans offensive line isn't even that bad. It's Aaron really Brewer's just, improved, yeah. Aaron Brewer's probably been the most improved player Brunskill, on, on there. Brunskill's played well. Who's even on the other side? Oh, Skronsky. Skronsky's been solid when he's on the field, when mm-hmm. he's healthy. It's just those tackles, man. MPF, yeah. it was he's out. out, and then he was out for suspension, and then he got injured. Dillard is just worse than... Um, Dude from last year. Dillard's Bailey. fine when he's playing guard, but he, he has no business playing tackle. Yeah, and we gave him like 30 million. It's bad. Not guaranteed, but just, oh, I'm thinking of someone else. I, I was thinking Andre, of Dylan Raidens. He's yeah, he's Dylan Raidens. Andre Dillard has been Andre uh, Dillard has been objectively horrible. Horrible. Yeah. Awful. Terrible. He's been worse than Dennis Daly. And home. that no, you're right. And that's yeah. crazy because Dennis Daly had a historically bad season. <laughs> yeah. Titans going for the double. Is Hubbard hurt on the right side? Hubbard got hurt last game. He was really good. Hubbard had been playing. Oh, he was. All right, he'd been playing all right. Yeah, he was all right. Serviceable. Yeah. Um. But yeah, Titans just yeah, you lose that edge, man. That offensive line is I, is so bad. Um. Feel but, feel for Derek Henry too. You do. You do. You really do. Um. Get the guy out of there, man. I told him. I said he should have been traded. Get him. Chiefs, free him. him free him. Chiefs. Put him on the Chiefs, please. That's too late. It's too late. <laughs> but from there, Falcons lose to the Cardinals. Kyler Murray comes back, lights him up 25 to 23. Uh, Lions, huge offensive performance, 41 to 38 over the Chargers. Cowboys demolished the Giants 49 to 17. They covered close. the 17 points spread. Covered the and it wasn't even close. They they destroyed that 17 point spread. 
Um, 26-29, Washington loses to the Seahawks. And 12-16, to Raiders take down the Jets. And then Monday Night Football, probably the upset of the game or of the week. Broncos yeah. 24 over the Bills 22. Um, pretty insane game there. But we'll really quickly jump into our dogs of the week. And I'll just jump right into it. Dak Prescott, man, quietly having one of the best four-week stretches say, we've yeah. seen in a while. It's absolutely ridiculous. I mean, C.D. Lamb has been a big beneficiary, but Dak Prescott, he doesn't get a lot more credit, and I'll, I'll let you yeah, I'll let you uh, dive into how good he was. Yeah, Do- or, uh, I was going to say Dobbs. Dak Prescott gets a ton of flack when he plays badly, but when he plays well, he gets, like, no recognition for it. Um, past four weeks, 12 touchdowns, two interceptions. That's great. That's pretty solid. Yep. Or that's 12 passing touchdowns, by the way. 14 total touchdowns, two interceptions. If you look at this last week, the reason I picked him for my dog of the week last week, it's against the Giants. So, like, sure. But that Giants defense isn't terrible. They have Dexter Lawrence, one of the better interior defensive linemen in the league. And those corners have been playing well for most of the year. Deontay Banks have been playing well. Um, but in this game, 26 of 35, 404 yards, four touchdowns, an interception. Two carries, 17 yards, and a touchdown. Dag Prescott just had an incredible game against that Giants uh, team who is, the defense isn't great, but they're not the worst in the league. So to be able to do that, pretty impressive. Um, And for that, and for his quietly good stretch of four weeks, I'm giving Dag Prescott dog of the week. Yeah, and he only played like three quarters this game. It was funny. They are kind of piling on the Giants in the third quarter. They're still throwing the ball, getting uh. C.D. Lamb and Brandon Cook's numbers up, but uh, yeah. even last week, like he got a, he for some reason oddly got a lot of uh, flack last week in that loss to the Eagles in the game. Nobody really expected the Cowboys to win, but um, he balled out that game. Yeah, and three touchdowns, lost no picks in Philadelphia. Twenty nine of forty four, three hundred seventy four yards. Like, yeah, I mean, Dak did his thing. They 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 have entered like NFC contender level if he continues this play. Yeah, no question. Your dog of the week, Justin. Well, this is from one of the most high-powered offenses in the NFL. I'm getting uh, the Lions, and I'm talking about um, Amon Ra St. Brown. He balled out this game, nine or eight catches, 156 yards, and a touchdown. And it's really not just this game where he's been a dog. It's the past four weeks. Last week, uh, 108. Week before, 102. Week before that, 124 in a tutty. He's really been on a tear all year. And he's he's done this his whole career at this point. Every time Amara's on the field, he's making plays. And that's something I, I really love about this guy. He's not a speedster. You know, he's just a technician. He, he's super strong. Um, You know, you try to bring him down. It's really tough. This dude's super, super strong. Um, and He breaks a lot of tackles. And he's not that big of a guy. He's only about six foot tall six feet tall and uh you really just got to watch him play watch him closely to, to see um, how good he is because it's not like this guy would be doing absurd things on madden or something because he's got a high speed rating he's just a surgeon and yeah. this game he was a lifeblood of, of the lions offense and um nobody can stop him. for sure for sure um i'm gonna has been one of the more exciting players in the league for a while now um He's super fun to watch. Yeah, he's got. He reminds me, Golden Tate a little bit. Yeah, prime. Golden right, like Tate, Golden Tate at his best. 
prime Golden Tate. I love it. Because he's got a lot of energy like Golden Tate. Like, you remember when uh, Golden Tate had that tutty in overtime against the – it was the uh, Vikings, and he did like a somersault before he was in the end zone and got hit before he crossed the the white line. And, uh, yeah, you just – Golden Tate had a ton of energy um, around is that same way. And uh, I love the comparison. I think that's a great – I love um, Amaran. Yeah, he's he's a sick player. He he's fun to watch. But on the other side of not being fun to watch, you got the biggest letdowns of the week. And Justin, we already touched on it a little bit when I when I was recapping last week's game. But your biggest letdown? Yeah, man, it's the Bills. And you know, we were a little worried after Week One. Um, at Josh Allen had about three picks, all of the same guy, and we're like, man. This guy really has been turnover prone his whole career. Like that, that's when the conversation kind of begun. And um, every time he's played poor, or the Bills lost this year, and now they're five and five. So it's been plenty of plenty of discourse on that. Um, it's just been about okay, Josh Allen. You know he can't keep getting away with this. So now the media is on him about you know how careless he is with the ball, despite him being top five and um, most other quarterback counting stats he, he just um has made too many losing plays at this point and it, it cost him at home against the broncos and and this is a game that you just they were favored by eight points i mean you just gotta win i mean i i picked the bills this game because i was under the impression that they beat up on bad teams at home historically that has been true um but man, just a huge disappointment to a, a Denver team who, at this point, has gotten out the mud a little bit, but have put up some of the most terrible performances of this year. And you can't defend your home turf; it's awful. And I think back to um, when they lost to Jacksonville. I think after that game, they had um, a players-only meeting. Like, <laughs> you have a players-only meeting, I expect you know you you to come back with vengeance, especially a team as talented as this. But uh, now it just hasn't happened. Um, and it's not like the defense is to blame. They 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 did lose uh, Milano and uh, Trey Trey Davis White for the season, which you know those are some of the two of their best defense defensive players. But you know, offensively, if it's not one thing, it's another. If it's not you know Josh Allen being careless with the ball, then the running game is not getting going. And then it's it was vice versa this game. I mean, only fifteen completions for Josh Allen. You know, 57 completion percentage and two turnovers or three turnovers. I'm sorry, two picks and a fumble. Just got to tighten up. Yeah, for sure. Um, Yeah, Bill's big head scratcher last week. It's like, how, how do you lose to the to Denver? Like, come on. That's um, what I'm saying. Because like, I, I didn't watch that game. I woke up just like, what? Yeah. Wait, wait really? What? Really? Yeah, like wipe your eyes. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Am I reading that Am right? Like, hey, hold on. Uh, Let me refresh the page, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, seven and a half point spread. Like, come on now. You lose that, right? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It's a Mr. Unlimited. <laughs> Mr. Unlimited. <laughs> that should have been the dog of the week. Did you see he had uh, that throw um, to Cortland Sutton in the left corner? Yes. The most improbable touchdown pass of the season. So, just shout out Russ real quick. You know, hey, Cortland Sutton. That's a crazy catch to make. Yeah, that was incredible. It reminded me of like Russ back in Seattle. Those, yeah. those um beautiful deep balls that Tyler Lockett. Man, man. man. Oh, Ooh. Sorry, plenty. A little reminiscing this yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh for my letdown, I'm going with T Law, man. Trevor Lawrence. And I love that Jack's not here 
to defend him uh, <laughs> because I know he would be for no reason. Um, because he Trevor Lawrence has just not been great this season. He's only thrown nine touchdowns. We are ten weeks into the season. Whoa, how many games have they played? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. They've played nine. They've played nine games, which means he has thrown one touchdown a game. Yeah. Less than Kenny Pickett. Less than Justin Fields. That's bad, man. Not good company. That's bad. And and Jack had a lot. Jack has a lot to say about Justin Fields, but the moment, I, yeah, the I'm conversation not, switches to. I'm not gonna get carried away, but um, ah, yeah, it's just funny. It's just it funny. is funny it's just, for sure. It, mm, it's very it's, it's a little, mm, interesting. Wait, but yeah, you say yeah, yeah. In like this that. game against San Francisco, uh, Trevor Lawrence, seventeen of twenty nine, hundred eighty five yards, fifty eight point six completion percentage, zero touchdowns, two picks. Five sacks, fifteen point one QBR. Yikes, that's pretty bad. Um, I think this is really the first time that it's been a loss entirely on him. The other two losses, Houston, Kansas. He wasn't great in that Kansas City game either. Twenty two, forty one, two sixteen, um, and no touchdowns in that one. Eighteen point nine QBR in that one. Um, but the Houston one was just his defense sucking really bad. So, I don't know that he's been the reason they've lost more than two of these games, right? They've lost three games. He's been maybe the reason they lost twice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know if he's been the reason they've won a single time. Yeah, it's tough to say because uh, you look at like, okay, who's the Jags MVP this year? Well, it's not their quarterback like most winning teams. It's, it's uh, ETN. Yeah. He's going absolutely insane. Has um you know some of the most games with multi multi touched at multiple touchdowns and uh yeah it just hasn't been the breakout for Trevor Lawrence that you would have hoped to see after how good he was last season i mean nine touchdowns at this point of the season like what are you a rookie like come on yeah. what are you Kenny Pickett no Kenny Pickett's doing even better than that he ain't a rookie CJ yeah. Stroud's doing better yeah it's Man. it's pretty horrendous and uh just like come on yeah, we need we need to step up there. We need to step up there, T Law. Um, but other than that, I think that's gonna pretty much wrap up our week 10 thought. Move in to week eleven. Um, what we're anticipating, and for me, man, it's that big Super Bowl rematch. Finally, oh man, we have like a really good primetime game, man. Both teams fresh off a bye. Eagles Chiefs, man. I love it. I love that we're getting to see a Super Bowl rematch. Um, it's gonna be sick for sure. We got a couple of good primetime games. First time that's happened in a while, and you'll talk about the other one, I'm sure. Um, but yeah. for me, Eagles Chiefs rematch. I mean, what more else can I say? Super Bowl rematch. Both these teams, you know, at the top of their game. It's just gonna be a fun one, man. Yeah, that's fun. I mean, I feel like we don't see the Chiefs play many uh NFC contenders during the year it's it's feel like it's pretty rare and when it does happen it feels so important like I think it was last year they played the uh was it the Niners and they trounced them and we're like whoa whoa these Chiefs despite losing Tyree Kill I mean Patrick Mahomes still Patrick Mahomes and this year they did get it and they did get Detroit at the beginning of the year Detroit they did get Detroit I didn't realize how legit Detroit was but now I respect them as a contender um and they got the Chiefs have the same chance this game just to put the whole league on notice be like wait a minute we are the defending champs we have one one two ring just
Oh, uh, we good? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I, th- I think the internet just dropped out for a second. Uh, okay. Cut the recording off for a second. But, you know, we're, we were in the midst of talking about um, the Eagles Chiefs. Chiefs. Yep. Yeah, Chiefs just good team. We don't, a lot of times they don't get to to take on these NFC contenders. Yeah. And, uh, I'm excited to hear the picks for this game and we will we'll save it for the end. But, oh, right, right. Oh, um, I'm just licking my lips looking at this game. Oh, and it's the tail end of the week. Ah, we're going to find out so much about this game. But oh, for sure. I'll go ahead and go to my game of the week and Bengals and the Ravens tomorrow night, another primetime game, easily the best Thursday night game football game we've gotten all year. I mean, you compare it to last week when we got Tyson yeah. Bajan versus Bryce Young and DiCaprio Boodle. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my gosh. But, uh, man, this game, it's really going to see who is serious in the AFC North. Steelers and Browns are both 6-3. and three. I think they're fraudulent, though, for obvious reasons. Mm-hmm. Quarterback play offense as a whole um but these two teams i mean they've had some stretches where they've looked like the best team in the nfl Bengals had that awful start but really picked things up joe burrow's calf is is healthy now he's no longer a statue in the park in the pocket you know jamar chase is back to having that connection with joe burrow that they've had since lsu t higgins is out for this game which isn't very it's just very important um, because of how good this Ravens defense is, led by Roquan Smith controlling the middle of the field. So, um, yeah, and on the Ravens, uh, we talked about them earlier, but, you know, a lot of their games, they've been beaten up on teams so badly that uh, we haven't seen Lamar for more than three quarters. And, you know, we just talked to the Lions. I mean, they beat the brakes off the Lions. Come back mm-hmm. next week, beat the brakes off the Seahawks. And then they'll have no idea what happened last week against the Browns, honestly, to be honest with you. But, you know, they got another chance tomorrow wearing all black just for a funeral against Joey B. And uh, they can really put a chokehold on this division because at this point, the Bengals probably could beat them later in the year. But Ravens win this game. That's going to be um, eight and three versus uh, five and five Bengals. And uh, they'll have a, a better divisional record. Ravens. Oh, Ravens are two and two in the division right now, actually. OK, but the Bengals are zero and two. So if they lose this game. They are 0-3 in the division. Ravens would have three wins and two losses. Um, and just going to find out a lot. And then um, Steelers and Browns are also playing each other. So, you know, mm-hmm. wherever you look in this division um, this Sunday, you know, it's it's coming down to who who's really about it. So that's what I'm excited about. Plus, I feel like AFC North football is just some of the best football you get. The jerseys are, like, so classic. They all hate each other's guts. The games are cold. The fans are loud They because they got nothing else to do because they live in terrible cities. But, <laughs> um, man, I, it's going to be very exciting. It's going to be a fight. And that's what you get every time with the AFC North battles, and I love it. Oh, yeah. Some of the most entertaining football games for sure. Uh, but from there, we'll recap what we were talking about last week. We did updated midseason predictions for the yearly awards and the playoff picture. We're going to do these really quickly, um, you know, just to knock these out since half our crack, half our cast isn't here. Um, but beginning of the season, Jack and Griffin both picked Joe Burrow as their MVP. And uh, Jack switching it to Jalen Hurts, Griffin as well as myself from Patrick Mahomes switching over to Lamar. But, Justin, you stuck with Lamar at the beginning. You're sticking with him now. Absolutely. And, I mean, this was before last week's game. We had 
two, maybe three turnovers. Um, so uh, Jack's Jalen Hurts bet looking like a value bet. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. Lamar, Lamar is looking great, and uh, I think he'll continue to be right. Yeah, he'll be, he'll be fine. Yeah, he'll be right in that, uh, right in that conversation come into the year. Offensive Player of the Year. Jack went with Tony Pollard. Griffin went with Jamar Chase. Justin, you went with Nick Chubb. Um, from there, you and Griffin are now AJ Brown. Jack switching to Tyree Kill and myself. I started with Tyree Kill. I'm gonna stick with him. Tyreek's just been a baller, and uh, he's gonna continue to do great things. Looking like the year of the wide receiver, um, because we we're we're all picking wide receivers. We're picking one of two wide receivers, and for good reason. And uh, Tyree Kill and AJ Brown have both been balling out. Defensive player of the year. Jack started the year with Miles Garrett. He's sticking with Miles Garrett. Griffin started with Sauce Gardner. He's switching to Miles Garrett. You started with Micah. You're sticking with Micah. And I started with TJ Watt. I'm sticking with TJ Watt. Um from there, offensive rookie of the year. We we all picked all kinds of different things. Jack went with B. John. You went with B. John. Uh Griffin went with Anthony Richardson. I went with Jameer Gibbs. Uh, but I did say shout out CJ Stroud and Anthony Richardson. And it's looking like it's pretty obvious at this point. It's going to be CJ Stroud, man. Yep. Just a insane stretch for him. Um, I mean, does he, not at all look he, like he's a rookie. moved past past. He's moved past the rookie of the year talks. I mean, he's entering MVP talks. Exactly, and that should tell you if he doesn't get the MVP <laughs> award, yeah, he will be winning offensive rookie of the no year. Doubt. Defensive rookie of the year. Um, Jack started with Jalen Carter. Griffin started with Jalen Carter. They're both sticking with Jalen Carter. Um, you started with Joey Porter. You're sticking with Joey Porter. Yep. And I started with Emmanuel Forbes. I'm switching over to Devin Witherspoon. For Coach of the Year, Jack and I both went with Rob Sala. <laughs> I'm in trouble. Yeah, you are in trouble. in trouble. Jack and I started with Rob Sala. Aaron Rodgers injury kind of threw that out the window. Um, Griffin started with Dan Campbell. So uh, Jack switched to John Harbaugh. Griffin sticks with Dan Campbell. I'm switching over to Dan Campbell. I'm switching to Dan Campbell from who? From from who? From go ahead, go ahead and tell you tell tell us who you started with, Justin. Uh, we're talking about Maddie E. <laughs> Maddie Eberflus, man, down there in Chicago. Uh, possibly been the worst coach this hey, year. Man, injuries, <laughs> man. That was we we said when it happened that that was the craziest thing. <laughs> and um, you're like, what do you mean? What do you mean? I was going bold. Yeah, very bold there. Um, but one that none of us went bold on. Comeback player of the year. Obviously, we all picked Demar. He finally registered a stat. Um, so he pretty much locked up to comeback player of the year. Uh registered a stat last week. Uh, so it's looking like it's gonna be Demar. We're all sticking with Demar Hamlin. Still an incredible story. Um, so glad to see he's out there playing football. Yep. For playoff pictures, Jack with the AFC. Went Chiefs, Jags, Ravens, Dolphins, Bengals, Bills, Steelers, and his Super Bowl matchup is Cincy uh, for the AFC. And on the NFC side of the ball, Eagles, 49ers, Lions, Saints, Cowboys, Seahawks, Vikings. He's got San Fran going to the Super Bowl, but with Cincy taking the W. For Griffin, he's going Chiefs, Ravens, Dolphins, Jags, Bengals, Bills, and Steelers. And on the NFC, Eagles, Niners, Lions, Saints, Seahawks, Cowboys, Vikings. And for him, he's got Niners, Bengals in the Super Bowl with a Bengals dub. So Jack and Griffin got the same prediction for theirs. For me, I'm taking in the AFC, Chiefs, Ravens, Finns, 
Jags, Bills, Bengals, Chargers for the NFC, Eagles, Lions, Niners, Saints, Seahawks, Cowboys, Vikings. Uh, and for that one, it's going to be a Ravens Niners Super Bowl with a Ravens dub for me. Lamar gets that MVP locked up uh, in that playoff run for me. But Justin, your picks. Got uh, Ravens, Chiefs, Finns, Jags, Bengals, Bills, and Chargers in the AFC. NFC, we got Eagles at the one, then going Niners, Lions, Saints, Cowboys, Seahawks, and Vikings sneaking in at number seven. My Super Bowl pick, I got the Ravens over the Eagles. I think um, Lamar combined with that defense is going to be dangerous. It's going to be problems for uh, Nick Sirianni. It's interesting, though, looking at these picks. I mean, there's only four different teams. Three of us have Niners in the Super Bowl. None of us have them winning. That is interesting. None of us have them winning. And then two pet Bengals and two Ravens. Ravens. That's sick. That's sick, actually. Yeah. Only a couple of teams show up. So no, everyone's feeling the AFC this year. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I didn't even notice that when we filmed this last week. Yeah. yeah neither. That's sick, actually. Interesting. All right. But from there, y'all know what's next. It's time for some uh picks. It's our time. It's time for our weekly picks. And of course, we're gonna go over how we did. I guess I need to do the last two weeks, huh? Shoot. I guess I need to do the last two weeks since we since we Dang, my record's gonna I just hope it's above five hundred. Honestly, you didn't do bad last week, but oh, the week real? before, um, I went nine and five, Griffin went ten and four, Justin six and eight, and Jack went nine and five. But last week, the records tied three way tie for okay. second place. Jack, Griffin, and myself at eight and six. Oh. Justin, you were solo in the lead at ten and four. I was ten and four. You were ten and four, so man. Which games did I miss? You missed the Green Bay one. Yep. You missed Buffalo, Cincy, and Baltimore, which we all everybody swept. did. Okay. So where what were my separators then? Your separators, Colts? You and I both picked Minnesota. Okay. Uh, you and Griffin both picked Tampa Bay. You yeah. and Jack both picked Arizona. Raiders probably helps. and Raiders. That was your uh, that was your big the Cardinals. Separator. Cardinals. Yeah, I said Arizona. Okay, shoot, <laughs> dang, that feels good. Yeah, pretty gay, pretty great week for you. Not on the bets though, um, because <laughs> on the bets you went two or one and two. Um, I'll get more serious Jack. once I turn twenty one. <laughs> Jack also went one and two. I went two and one on the bets. Um, so that brings our cumulative scores in the pickums. Jack at First place, 94 and 56. Myself in second place, 92 and 58. Griffin in third place, 91 and 59. And you in last place, but much closer than you have been in a while. <laughs> yeah. 90 and 60. Okay. Um, and then Jack, Jack's at what? 94, 56. Okay. So we're four game difference from first to last. Yeah. 94, right, 92, 91, week. 90. That could change this week. It really could. It really could. Um, So week 11. Oh, in our uh, betting records, Jack is 17 and 13. You're 11 and 19. I'm 14 and 16. Getting closer to 500. Um, but week 11 picks, we're going to jump into it, starting with Thursday night football. No picks from Griffin yet um, for the pickums. We'll get them all marked down and stuff, so his record will still be kept up with and everything. He's just, like we said, he's out swimming right now, and I forgot to get his picks from him before we recorded. Um, so he's going to get those to me later and uh, 
we'll have them all kept track of on here. Trust me, none of us are gonna let none of us are gonna let him get no unfair advantages, get ahead of us uh, because he turns his picks in late. Um, but we'll start with Thursday night football. Uh, Jack went with Cincinnati. It's Cincinnati, Baltimore, by the way. Jack went with Cincinnati. I'm going with Baltimore. Who you got, Justin? Baltimore. Baltimore. Justin and I riding together on that one. Uh, starting off our Sunday slate, Dallas and Carolina. Jack's going with Dallas. I'm going with Dallas. Everyone's going with Dallas. Justin's going with Dallas. Griffin's as well. going with Dallas. Yeah, I can almost <laughs> fill that one in before he even sends yeah. me the picks. Uh, Pittsburgh, Cleveland. Jack's going Pittsburgh. I'm going Cleveland. Cleveland. Justin's going Cleveland as well. I hate Pittsburgh, if you haven't noticed. <laughs> like, I picked them to make the playoffs. I picked all the AFC North teams. I don't know if I picked all the AFC North teams to play up, make the playoffs. I said any of them could be a Probably, contender. Yeah. But uh, Pickett, it's just hard to watch. Man, yeah, I think Pickett's been worse than anyone expected. And I think, you know, this might be whose defense scores more. True. <laughs> the over-under is 33. True. <laughs> Uh, for the next one, Chicago going to Detroit. I've got Detroit. Jack's got Detroit. I'm going Detroit, bro. I'm not. Yeah, I figured. I figured. I figured. That that was back though. I'm excited. That would be a little too much. Yeah, a little too cute for that one. Hey, Um, it's two coach the year candidates going out at it. Oh man! All right, bro. (laughs) Next up, Chargers and Green Bay. Jack and I are both going with the Chargers. Going with the Chargers. Four scores. Uh, next up, Arizona Houston. This one's actually pretty interesting, but Jack and I are both going with Houston. I'm gonna go Houston, not riding the collar train. Uh, no, nah, not yet because he's force feeding it to a, a young tight end, which I don't, I don't love. Don't love it. Don't love it. Fair enough. Fair enough. Like, I gotta up. get it to Marquise. Yes, very get it to Hollywood. Very true, which is interesting because Jack will get to that. His one of his bets has to do with Marquise. Um, Tennessee, Jacksonville, Jack's picking Jacksonville. I'm picking Jacksonville. Jacks, yep. Yeah, Tennessee not gonna be able to protect Will Levis. Next up, Las Vegas and Miami. Uh, Jack and I are both going with Miami. Uh, Miami. Course, course. Looks like the biggest spread of the week. Probably, I would imagine that or Dallas. Um, next up, I think it. No, you're right. Then it is Miami. Um, next up, Giants and Washington. Jack and I are both going with Washington. Going to go with Washington, yeah. Next up, Tampa Bay, San Francisco. Jack and I are both going with San Fran. Niners, another big spread, 11 and a half. Yeah. Uh, wow. Next up. It's a huge spread. It is, it is. For Jets, Buffalo. Jets. Ooh, you think they sweep the Bills? Oh, no, I, I meant to say Bills. Sorry, I meant to say Bills. Uh, <laughs> Bills okay. are at home. No, they'll get back. They're not going to go sub 500. The Bills? Yeah. Yeah, fair. Um, Next up, Seattle and the Rams. Jack and I are both going with the Rams. Wow. I'm going with Seattle. I like the Rams at home. This one was probably the hardest one all week. For that me. is hard. That is really hard. The, I, I mean, this, the Thursday night football game and the Monday night football game. Were like, you say Rams at home, but like. Is it really Rams? That fair. Rams really have a home? Fair, fair. Um, but I think there will be more Rams fans there than Seahawks fans. So I think might just give them the edge, you know. Yeah. Um, Byron Young, he's gonna I feel like McVay make well. In by the way, games as well. We did none of us talked about this for defense player of the year, but Byron Young, yeah, he's sneaking his way on the rookie ladder. He, sure. man, he's been kind of balling. Mm-hmm. He's been kind of balling. He's had like defensive rookie of the week a couple times for the NFC. He had a multiple sack week, didn't he? Yeah, like he isn't. He's not been playing poorly, and uh, I saw like a 
it was like an Instagram post about, you know, who's going to win defensive rookie of the year. Uh, and the Rams in the comments are like, where's Byron Young? Yeah, it was it's the like, last time they played in Green Bay. He had two sacks and a forced moment. It's like he's quietly had a pretty great year. Um, So maybe he's a he's in contention for that defensive player or defensive rookie of the year. Hmm. Next up, Sunday night football, Minnesota and Denver. Jack going with Denver. I'm going with Minnesota. I'm riding the Dobbs train all the way. Uh, man, this is actually a great game. Yeah, I'm kind of stoked. I'm going to watch this game. Um, I think I think Denver's a little fluky though, so I'm going man. with Minnesota. Ah, man, I'm going to go with Denver. Oh, okay, all right, all right. Next, hey, up, they're mile high, but they still got Astro Dobbs. Uh, it was, that's what I'm saying. Uh, it's a tough pick. If there if there's one quarterback that can win in mile I think high, this is the toughest game I had to pick so far. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This I next one, nah, I know who I'm picking next one. Really, Chiefs. he's confident. Philadelphia, Philadelphia, Kansas City. Justin's going Kansas City. Jack going with Philly, actually, which is a little surprising because they're uh they're on the road, they're underdogs. I want to say about like four points or something. I see two and a half. Ooh, that's why I picked them. Uh, but you and I are going with Kansas City. It's time for the bets mentioned earlier. Jack seventeen and thirteen. His picks: Keaton Mitchell. For the Ravens, over 36 and a half yards rushing. Marquise Brown, talked about this earlier. Hollywood Brown, over 57 and a half yards receiving. And Dallas, minus nine and a half to cover the nine and a half point spread. For you, Justin, your picks. Um, Give me Titans, Jags, <laughs> over 40 points. I think they'll score more than that. Bears plus seven and a half against the Lions. A little bit better than everybody expects to lose. Ravens, Cardinals over 49. I think that one's uh, fireworks. For sure, for sure. I love those picks. Love the picks. Um, For me, I'm going to take Gus Edwards under 11 and a half rushing attempts. Okay. I'm going to take Mark Andrews to score anytime. And Dak Prescott over 269 and a half yards passing. I think he keeps it up. Uh, against Carolina, missing J.C. Horn. I don't see them being able to do much. Um, But that is going to wrap it up for this week's episode. Um, You know, trying to trying to get this one out quickly because not going to have one next week. We're all going to be home Thanksgiving, Um, you know, enjoying the time with our family, watching some great Thanksgiving football. And Black Friday football. And Black Friday football. It's a great point. Great point. I forgot about Black Friday football. Uh, But that's going to wrap it up for us. We appreciate you all for listening. Justin and myself, Riley, we're going to catch you guys, not next week, but the week after. Peace.